Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Scarsa. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Chino Liao coming together on another audio and video live stream. Uh, we've got a huge weekend of wrestling that we have to talk about and predict. Uh, like I put on social media, we're going to talk about Clash at the Castle. We'll talk about All Out. The NXT World's Collide, pag-uusapan din natin, but that will be reserved for the audio-only part of this episode, uh, which you can catch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts by tomorrow. Before we get started, thank you to everybody who's already here on the live stream. People on Facebook, people on Kumu. Uh, if you're catching the audio-only version the next day, thank you so much. For making us a part of your weekly wrestling diet We know that there are times that even if you're such a hardcore wrestling fan There's just so much content to get through And that's one of the thing, one of the reasons why we do what we do here So we can break it down for everybody Of course, we gotta show love to our patrons And right now, September 1, start of the month uh, It is actually the perfect time to be part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community Tomorrow is the perfect time to sign up for our Patreon Because uh we have uh, a big stacked weekend of pay-per-views and live events. Uh, we have Clash at the Castle on Sunday, Manila time, 1 a.m. We will be doing it live because we don't on Sunday. People have voted to watch it live after midnight. And then after that, uh, on Monday morning, we will have AEW All Out 2022 at 8 a.m., the usual uh, pay-per-view time. And if you want to be a part of that, Again, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. It is down there on the ticker at the bottom of your screen, only for five dollars or 280 pesos in the ever so weakening dollar. You get access to our Discord community where we talk about wrestling, sports, TVs, uh, Chino's OnlyFans recommendations. Yeah, and also get access to our exclusive review content of our weekly television shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0, AEW, Dynamite, Rampage. Also live events, MWF, Action of TV, which Rowan takes care of. 
And also our merch. Uh, we have our merch slide up here, up in here. Yon. So again, if you are a patron, you get dibs on one of these shirts, uh, one of our uh, very first line of merchandise. And also, if you get, um, you can also be a part of our pasabais from WWE Shop, Shop AEW, Pro Wrestling Tees when we do have them. Event probably at around Black Friday, we will have one. So if you want to get merch from overseas, you know what to do. It is to sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast right there on the screen for only 280 pesos. All right. I'm actually surprised that the patrons voted to catch Clash at the Castle live at 1 a.m. I would have thought that people would have wanted to stay, uh, sleep in and then, you know, catch it in the morning or in the afternoon. I did give them the choice and it is a runaway pick na manood at 1 a.m. So I guess I mean, it's going to Sunday. Nila. No, I mean, if you're a, a, a FIFA fan or Premier League fan, then it's like probably. Yeah, I suppose. It's like I guess, yeah. Sama-sama tayo. Magpapaka-kuya germs tayong lahat. Walang tulugan, Master Showman, uh, for Clash at the Castle. Thank you, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patrons. May mga karamay ako. Uh, aside from Carlo, of course. We'll be calling the show live on the WWE Network. So if you have a network subscription, do catch the Tagalog audio as well. All right, let's start with some news from outside the ring. And this is a follow-up to something that Ro discussed with Emil and Stevie on last week's live stream. And it's a follow-up on the uh, apparent beef between Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara. And according to reports from this week, okay na, peace na raw sila. Yeah, uh, to be fair naman to Eddie, uh, he did say that he was in the wrong. He did kind of admit to uh, his his foul, right? Foul niya. So uh, I guess they just wanted to squash the beef. They wanted to cut their losses and, you know, stop themselves from making the other look bad. Because I think the more it goes on, the more they just both look bad, no matter who it is, no matter who was in the wrong. So buti naman may konti pang maturity sa AEW locker. Chino, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, the only way I can relate to this is from my time in uh, Cebu when I had to study film there uh, and I went there I was one of the youngest people there and I had to relate to people who are not only different ages but also different nationalities and therefore different uh, temperaments so when you a fresh company when you a startup you have to adjust to that culture so I guess this is just part of the learning curve for, for AEW which is technically a startup yeah can you still really call it a startup in year three I think so, yes. Because yeah. um, not so much than it was in year one or year zero. But um, it's still playing catch up after all. It's still the little brother. So okay lang naman na to call it a startup. Yeah, I'm, I'm just surprised that for one, all of these details have been leaked to the media. They're basically available for anyone to find how si Eddie Kingston has a press release on social media. Uh, not sure about Sammy, but I also know uh, based on what's been tweeted out there, na nagshake hands na sila and everything, which is way more than a lot of petty beefs uh, have have reached at all. So I guess that's a step in the right direction for them. Yeah, uh, you said it. Um, now, if they can only work on the other beefs, uh, CM Punk says he is open to discussion. His his door is open though, but you know, I don't think. Uh, I think he's just saying that. But still, uh, let's hope that they squash all of the beefs i think there are a lot of beefs to be squashed in aw like we talked about last week so sana ayusin nila i mean sa dami ng wrestlers nila imposible walang beefs yeah diba? so like I, i guess better personnel handling better hr management if that yep. 
if there is such a thing in in wrestling, it would be necessary for this. Yeah, that would be nice if every wrestling company had HR. I mean, sa lakang AEW, I would like to think meron silang HR. Uh, I hope that the HR actually gets involved because the fact that people like us get to talk about all of this beef is not a good sign. Okay, uh, to add to that, um, I guess you didn't know, but uh, they actually appointed Tony Schiavone as the new head of talent relations. So Shanae got got up in HR. And uh, I Johnny Ace Yeah, and he does have the experience of being part of WCW in, in its peak, right? So... Uh, that mm. was a that was a mess as well. So I hope that he does bring his fatherly wisdom and you know his experience to mediating all the beefs that are happening at backstage. Sana, sana. Uh, hope that's a good thing. Let's get to this next news bit from outside the ring. We found out earlier this morning that there are reports uh, about Bobby Fish and AEW possibly parting ways. So. Ang binabalita ngayon sa social media is that AEW might not be renewing Bobby Fish's contract. Didn't he just join like what last year? Yes, uh, he just signed. He signed in October 2021, like right after he got released. Uh, yung kasagsagan ng NXT 2.0. But I think he also didn't want to sign a long-term deal, so he wasn't part of the. He wasn't that part of the UEC. Adam Cole and Bob and Kyle O'Reilly. Who signed five-year deals with AEW? So I guess it might be mutual. He did say also that he wanted to go. He he would go to war for Triple H. So it's possible that they could bring him back. So I don't mind um, him going back to WWE. What do you think about uh, the undisputed elite or like Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly without Bobby Fish? Given uh, five years, narin sila magkakasama, parang branding na nileon, and then all of a sudden, ito na naman magiwalay na naman sila, and this time it's Bobby Fish who's all on his own. See, that's the thing. It's interesting you bring that up because I always saw. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly as single superstars, diba? And Bobby Bobby Fish, the linchpin that holds this trio together. Not that he's not a superstar in his own right, but he also is just there as the, the role player. Kumbaga. He fills that gap between the massive personalities of Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. So I don't know if without Bobby Fish, Without a third, a third man to be the sort of mediator of this trio, kung magiging approachable, I guess for lack of a better word, patong yuhi. If this is like a thing that people can still watch without getting uh, annoyed or masasuya sila. It should be noted though that um, since he signed with AW in October, he still has like a month, around a month left. So it they could still do. Elite versus Undisputed Era? I don't know. Um, I think it's uh, totally out the window here. But uh, yeah, um, I don't really... Yeah, they are kind of a package deal. I do like... People did like to see them together, especially uh, without Rod- Roderick Strong. So I don't know. Um, I don't know how they're going to play it forward, but uh, it does seem like they will have to make do. Yeah, I agree with a lot of people here dito sa comments. Like si Francis, sabi niya, sayang yung Red Dragon kasi hindi sila na-utilize na maayos. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of Red Dragon. So we just got them back together. And now we're uh, gonna see them split up again. Ako, hindi ako masaya dun. I would like to see uh, Cole Fish and O'Reilly together as well. Backing, uh, piggybacking off of what Emil said na Bobby Fish is a Derek Fisher to Cole and O'Reilly, Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, sure. I guess I can hang with that. Uh, that's, that's an okay comparison. Um, I'm not sure though if Bobby Fish wants to be a coach at this point. Yes, he's 45 years old, but just because you're 45 doesn't mean matik coach ka na agad, diba? 
Uh, wrestling <laughs> In wrestling though, it is kind of uh it is kind of expected. Like you uh, he can still go, yes, for sure at 45, but um you do kind of have to set back sit back a little bit and uh help train the next generation. Uh, speaking of coaches, uh, it was reported this week that Santana Garrett has rejoined WWE as a performance center coach. So that's another new, uh, bit of news outside the ring uh, that came out this past week. So uh, no, not, not really a whole lot of updates on, on that. Anyway, uh, we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we'll talk about Clash at the Castle. We'll go through the predictions. It's a relatively quick card. So that should be fun. And uh, before we get there, though, let's tell you about how you can help out the podcast with your online shopping over on Lazada. It is 9-9 next week, uh, next week, Friday to be exact. So if you want to get anything that you want and need from the Zada, hashtag Nasa Zadaian, all you got to do is use our affiliate link to support the podcast in the process. It is podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser, add the cart, and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. All right, let's get to some shout outs over on Kumu. Saying hey to he was number one. Uh, really following along here with the, with the conversation. Uh, he sent a super halo halo. Manamik salamat for that. Wow, he says, thank you. He says Tony Khan needs to put a tighter leash on the wrestlers. Yeah, I did go into that really in depth uh, last week if on the pod. You can listen to it on Spotify if you haven't caught the live stream. I think you were there though, but you didn't know about that. And um, he also says it makes sense to have Tony Schiavone handle wrestler HR because uh, he did go through WCW. And Bobby Fish can go back to WWE now because they can do an undisputed era reunion in NXT or the main roster since Triple H is handling the main roster now. All right. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been uh, joining us on Kumu and on the Facebook live stream. So yeah, let's go to, uh, to Cardiff, Wales for Clash at the Castle. Big picture muna tayo, guys. Uh, what expectations do you have heading into Cardiff this weekend? I, I'm expecting a good show. Like, uh, I think they, uh, Triple H had a lot more time to build up to this for, uh, than he did for SummerSlam. Because SummerSlam was, uh, no, you know, uh, over ng ganun. and then now he had a full month to build to the stories at Clash at the Castle. So I think he did a good job of hyping everything. I am pleasantly excited and I am hopeful for a few big title changes. I am expecting that this will be the WWE's uh, flagship pay-per-view in the UK uh, once again. Because they haven't had one in a while. Um, they used yeah. to have one every so often. Para dun sa European market nila. And um, with the expansion of NXT Europe and everything that they're trying to do over that side of the pond, Feel like it just makes sense to have something for European audiences to gravitate towards. So, sana at the first of many clashes at the castle uh, from here on out. Yeah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the last UK pay per view was Insurrection in the early 2000s. But yeah. in, uh, Clash at the Castle is being built as the first stadium show in 30 years, basically since SummerSlam 1992. So. Uh, big deal talaga tong show na to. I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, mostly because the, the show doesn't look nakakapagod. <laughs> and that, that's a big deal for me at this point. So uh, let's get right to it. 
And we're going to talk about the match I'm most excited uh, to get to this weekend. And uh, that's the Intercontinental Championship match between Gunta and Sheamus. Is Sheamus going to be a Grand Slam champion after Clash at the Castle? No, I don't think so. Um, it's going to be a fun match. Uh, I'm going to enjoy watching this match, especially uh, because they're going to get a lot of time. But I don't think this is it. Uh, you have to build the legend of Gunta and... Uh, a good match with Sheamus is just a, a, a milestone on the way there. The same. Oh, I'm I'm sticking with Gunta here, just because I don't know. I don't see Sheamus being the guy to walk away with the title just yet. I mean, it's the face off with the brawl happening in the background. I really like that, but uh, this this one ain't it for me. So yeah, that was a really creative it. way to build tension between the two, uh, the two of them yeah. without necessarily getting physical. Because now whenever these uh, two title contenders go head-to-head, and then you know someone's going to stand tall over the other, which yeah. gives you an idea for who to predict heading into the PLE. But this time around, both guys were actually the ones holding back their respective heavies. And the use of depth of field uh, to borrow a film term here. Can you explain? Any depth of field, Chino? It's it's the foreground being Gunther and Sheamus facing off, and the background being see uh, Butch and uh, see see German Germanson forgot his name Ludwig Kaiser sir. There we go facing off. The best name is actually Nansasapakan. So it it mirrors the tension that Gunther and Sheamus are giving off, and it just provides so much depth for this match. Uh, which would otherwise be a kickoff match. So I really like the buildup of, of this match. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun. And I, I guess heading into it, I was expecting Sheamus to win. But Rose right. Uh, the legend of Gunta has to be built. And since he Triple H is not in a creative, I think for, for Gunta and NXT UK, we can probably see something similar, maybe on a smaller shorter scale here on the main roster. Yeah, precisely. What's up, boomers? This is Usopp and Retro. Hey, what's up? I'm Sonia. Hey, my name's Ron. Yo, we're boomers and we love to talk about video games and otaku culture and we're from the Philippines. Catch us live on the Kumu app every Saturday at 5 p.m. and the podcast every Monday at 8 a.m. Catching nerds there. Gunta and Sheamus are giving off, and it just provides so much depth for this match, uh, which would otherwise be a kickoff match. So I really like the buildup of, of this match. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun, and I, I guess. Heading into it, I was expecting Sheamus to win, but Rose right. Uh, the legend of Gunta has to be built. And since he Triple H not in a Maninagaran creative, I think yung ginawanya for, for Gunta and NXT UK, we can probably see something similar, maybe on a smaller, shorter scale here on the main roster. Yeah, precisely. All right, let's get to our next match on the card. I believe that is the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, so Liv's coming in here with the storyline that uh, her elbow is still dinged up from SummerSlam after Ronda attacked her post-match. And Shayna Baszler seemingly has gotten Yung Killer Instinct reawakened but after uh, the whole thing with Ronda Rousey went down a couple of SmackDowns ago. So Liv obviously coming in as an underdog, but is she still going to win here? She has to. I mean, 
Shayna has to because uh, they have pretty much gotten all they could get with uh, the live title reign. Like, okay, I'm uh, nice moment back in Money in the Bank, but okay, now. Uh, I think you do have to reform Shayna Baszler here and uh, undo the damage that had been done under Vince. So, I if she loses here, then what else can you do? Ang ang OP nanganya against Liv. So uh how how can you lose against her? Diba? I'm actually gonna go for Liv here. Just because big picture wise, I don't know if they're willing to put Shayna up against Ronda Rousey. Uh, that, that's what that's what I feel. And charisma wise, Lugi si Shayna ki Ronda Rousey. So I, I don't know. I I feel like Liv still walks away. They might do a three uh uh triple threat match. There we go. Uh, big, uh later down the road, there I feel like Liv has to. I uh, Liv might walk away with a victory here. See, and they're really doubling down on the underdogness of Liv mm-hmm. Morgan. Sabi Glendale, Ronda Rousey interference. How likely are we to see Ronda here? I don't think they're gonna fly in Ronda just for her to interfere. Uh, that might be too much of a stretch. I mean, pwede naman, pero ang daming mangyayari. Like, um, I mean, wala mangyayari much for her. Like, she's gonna go over there and then what? That's it? Uh, is she gonna challenge for the, uh, is she gonna do a match? If if not, diba? Uh, what's the use of her being there? You can just do that on a random SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's go back to Isinabi ni Chino na if uh, Shayna wins and then Ronda's still waiting in the wings in the title picture, the heel versus heel nga. So, what happens there? The thing about Ronda kasi is that you don't actually know what she is like right now. Like, yes, she's being positioned as a heel, but then people are liking the fact that she's acting more heelish again and acting more badass. So, parang di pa sila 100% sure kung ano yung totoong alignment ni Ronda. So, I think they are leaving that up in the air. I think also in a manner of speaking, Shayna is also up in the air. So, um, although I do agree with uh, saving that match for WrestleMania, I don't think it is as cut and dry as you think at the moment. Mm, all right. Uh, so yeah, let me break the tie here. Uh, Shayna and Liv. Um, I'm probably going to pick Shayna Baszler just because I'm okay with the Liv Morgan title run. All right, next up, it's Seth freaking Rollins versus Matt Riddle. So Riddle got his first name back. Your thoughts, guys? Yeah. Uh, all right. So people have been asking to talk about that segment from this week's episode of Raw. So let's talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. So um, yeah, let's break it down. Uh, there was a split screen interview hosted by Corey Graves. And then uh, after the interview in the commercial break, and they showed footage from the break where Seth Rollins basically allu- uh, referred to Matt Riddle's divorce and how he uh, allegedly left his family and all that. So Matt Riddle got mad, uh, cut a few F bombs on air. And it hiked up the intensity uh, heading into this weekend. So yeah, that was fun. Uh, people are saying now, okay, Riddle and Seth have issues in real life. But uh, that was a long time ago. And then if you have to put them together right now and have them make a story, then they kind of have to squash that beef as well. So uh, good use of using that, though, for uh, extra drama and heightened intensity. Um, I got to say, it's really interesting. Uh, people really like this, mostly because um, it's not anything new. Like we see it everywhere else, but WWE because Vince doesn't really let them do these kind of things. So um, that's that's a good example of how 
uh, abused we all were as fans under Vince's re- uh, under Vince's regime. But anyway, uh, as for the pick, I don't actually know because I'm not actually sure where they where they are headed after this. Like I am totally fine with any of these guys winning. Um, I don't really know then where any of these guys would go after where after they finish with this feud. I don't even know if it's going to be the end of this feud. So uh, if I were to toss a coin up in the air and um, pick whoever I I mean, let the coin decide for me. You know, then I'm going to go. But uh, if gun to my head, maybe Riddle, because I think he's proven that he has gone beyond his original characterization with this feud. Like he's no, no longer a happy-go-lucky stoner guy. And he can prove that he can carry a serious character. Uh, I like the build up again. They're really putting weight on this rivalry that started out as pretty much nothing. So, because it's just a thing that's there, but they really just did a good job building it up, making it personal, adding fire, uh, fuel to the fire. To the parking lot brawl that happened, uh, you super extreme wide shot of them just facing in a parking lot. Sana tong, uh, I don't know if this is be uh, who will win, but sana ito din yun yun last time. Make it a decisive victory for either or whoever wins so that either person can move on to something else para hindi sila na iwan sa, sa feud. Uh, again, I, I'm probably gonna say Riddle as well. Yeah, parang Matt Riddle eh, for the feel-good moment. But uh, you're right, Ro. I also don't know where either of them are going to go afterward because if Roman retains, Matt Riddle can't go after him. Because right, he lost that match with the stipulation he can't challenge Roman again for as long as Roman is champion. And then seeing uh, Seth and Roman just faced each other in the Royal Rumble, I don't know if enough time has passed for us to get into Seth and Roman again. Yeah, uh, I think enough time has passed, but I don't know if they're going to do that because Seth is just, um, you know, uh, that that figure that just... Help ends ends up helping a lot of people in the mid card. So, major gatekeeper narincha at this point. Yeah. There's that there's that linchpin that if Roman retains, we don't even know if he's gonna retain. All right, good point, good point. So okay, uh, Riddle versus Seth. Let's put that uh, behind us. Let's move on to the tag team match between Edge and Ray Mysterio and the Judgment Day. So Edge and Ray reuniting for the first time in two decades. On uh, pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, again, um, I don't like the Judgment Day. And I still don't like... I think Triple H hasn't still figured out what he wants to do with them. Uh, parang hindi, parang hindi sure with the Judgment Day. So uh, a lot of this is still angsty. Why are there still legends here uh, on the part of Finn and Priest and Rhea, diba? So they didn't give us the match that we really wanted, which was Rhea versus Dominic. So <laughs> I don't, I don't really care all that much about this. Uh, even though Edge versus Priest was good, so let's just have the Judgment Day win so that may Sanama begins it on a purpose. Uh, Judgment Day wins. Dominic Mysterio turns on his dad. Yeah, yeah, they've kind of been hinting at this, especially right? with Ray being more para mas kampante siya na si Edge yung tag team partner niya, di ba? So right. the tension has been sown, and you think Chino neto na the heel turns happening here at Clash? Yeah, because it's right there. It's right there, and it would be silly for them to 
plant those seeds and not do anything with it. Parang, I feel like we are in a part of the WWE or we're part of the era where they're actually good, purposely planting seeds and doing something with them. But the background things that happen that you tend to not notice actually paying off in the long run. So parang feeling ko, ito na yun eh. We've been asking it for the longest time. No, nagsimula pa lang si Dominic, diba? we've been asking for him to turn on his dad. But I think this is it. This is the time that he, he does it, he joins the judgment day, and, and something happens. I don't know. Yeah. Sabi ni Aaron in the comments, Dominic Ria Dom Sub Partnership. Let's go. Yeah. Sana si Dominic no ba siya in a gimp mask. <laughs> the next time if this if this does happen that would be so so fun I just want to say I appreciate Rhea Ripley acknowledging yung jokes on social media saying uh, Dom is who you all wish you could be right now tapos yung picture yung tinatriangle choke ni si Dom with her legs that was pretty funny yeah Rhea is pretty uh, self-aware um, that's what I like about her because uh, he does, she doesn't pretend that she doesn't see all of these uh, tweets and memes about her. These thirst tweets. <laughs> Big apak energy for Dominic Mysterio if he turns heel. Let's go. All right, uh, let's get to the six-woman tag match. It is the babyface team of Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss taking on the heel team of Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Um, on, on screen, they haven't really been called damage control yet, but I'm seeing people online calling them that already. Yeah, uh, they have trademarked the name, so I think it's only a matter of time. Anyway, picks uh, damage control because they lost the tag team championship match. So um, how how do you proceed if you lose this big match as well, which is your coming out party on pay per view? Yeah, same. Damage control needs to win. Number one because of all the reasons Rose said, but also because I feel like they want to make Bailey a credible threat. To Bianca's reign, they're the pin position a heel opponent. So I, I feel like damage control wins. Are Sasha and Naomi coming out here at Cardiff? Uh, I don't know. Again, like the Ronda thing, um, I don't know why you would fly them all the way to Cardiff, uh, to the UK just for that. So I think if anything, or unless they're staying for Raw, I'm not sure if they're staying for Raw. Uh, if they are, then okay, so I, I would buy it. But if not, I would wait until uh, they get back to the US. Feeding ko Sasha and Naomi will go back on that uh, women's tag team title hunt. Mm-hmm. So, Major unfinished business, man. They were technically stripped of the title, right? Yeah. They had to relinquish it. So it makes more sense for them to make their comeback on the Raw, get that big post uh post pay-per-view raw pop and and suddenly like I don't know challenge for the tag team titles. Yeah actually it made sense to me that Raquel and Aliyah won just because they're SmackDown superstars. Tapas pag bumalik sina Sasha and Naomi, they just go back to SmackDown where they were and automatically challenge for the titles. Uh then again if EO and Dakota had won, which almost everybody had predicted heading into Raw last week uh this past week, then I would have thought Matic Nayon uh, at Clash magpaparamdam sina Sasha and Naomi. So uh, before we get to Drew Roman, let's uh, talk about Raquel and Aliyah really quickly. What do you guys think about that result? I know it was a feel-good moment, but it wasn't like, again, sometimes the, the predictable result is the result you need to go for, especially if you've been building that up. 
like yes uh it was a swerve it was a nice feel-good swerve if you're a fan of raquel and if you are somehow a fan of Aaliyah, but um they weren't the ones being built up they uh they weren't being built up more than damage control was so parang nasayang parang nasayang bigla yung yung momentum nila that they've been got they've been getting since SummerSlam. Yeah, um, I, I didn't really expect that victory. Um, I don't know if Raquel has the strength to carry both Aliyah and the Tag Team Championship. I, not to discredit Aliyah, I'm sure she's very talented, but out of both of them, malalaman. I I hate to say Junetti, but you know where I'm going with it. Right, <laughs> it's very apparent in, in that partnership. Um, they really, they really framed it out properly for us during this entire uh, tag team tournament. So, parang, I don't know, man. I don't know why this was the result, but they, maybe I might be proven wrong. I want to give them a shot, you know, because I, I gave Raquel Rodriguez a shot in NXT, and I loved her run as uh, on her way to becoming a champion. So maybe I might be wrong. Medyo nagulat ako dito sa comment ni Kyle na, na napaaway siya sa Twitter because of that ending. Uh, kasi daw binabash si Triple H because of the decision. So I'm guessing you were defending Triple H. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, people didn't like that. Um, gets ka naman why, but uh, you don't have to bash. I hate the word bash. You don't have to go all the way and bash. You can just criticize it as a poor decision, as a poor creative decision. I think people also tend to go overboard with uh, their feelings on social media. Yeah. All right, let's get to the main event for Clash at the Castle. Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Is Drew going to be the one to slay Roman? I think so. Um, they're, they have been building Drew pretty huge uh, since, uh, since, since before SummerSlam. And I think yeah. you can't do a pay-per-view in the UK without giving him a shot. So I think um, it's easy to say then. It's easy to say that it's uh, it, it looks like it's going to finally happen but um, I'm wary but also optimistic. Um, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to pretend like I am one of those people who are tired of Roman Reigns' reign. Like I enjoyed it when the stories were good but I do think yeah it is time for something new. Uh, I think that with the new regime, especially if you're gonna rebound from that, from that uh, main event on Raw, gotta do something big and uh, have a big title change at the pay per view. Chino, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like Drew walks away with it. I mean, I, we've talked about or I've talked about how they set the stage for big storyline payoffs. I feel like there's no bigger storyline than to unseat the tribal chief. Um, it's perfect because Drew is from the United Kingdom. While it is in Wales and not Scotland, Drew is from the United Kingdom. And winning the big title and ending the reign of Roman Reigns, it's just too perfect not to do it. Where fans actually get what they want. So this might actually be the time where Drew McIntyre walks away with the title. Yeah, I generally agree with the things you said. And I think yung hindi pa natin nababanggit is how Drew McIntyre never really had his moment as champion in front of the fans. And yeah. I think Clash at the Castle is the perfect opportunity to, I guess, reward Drew for what he did during the Thunderdome era. Yeah, uh, definitely agree with that. Um, I think uh, de- 
I think he does deserve it as well. Um, people are saying that Theory is going to cash in. I don't think Theory is going to cash in. He okay. is still busy um, starting a new feud with Johnny. And it's kind of weird if you do that and then also cash in. So it doesn't make creative sense at the moment. So I think I am pretty confident in saying that he's going to leave that match alone for now. All right. So there, uh, those are our thoughts and predictions for Clash at the Castle. Let us know what you think on social media. Uh, it is at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter. Uh, the hits keep coming. We're going to keep predicting because we have to go to AEW now, where we have a supersized card for All Out. Uh, there are 14 matches. So let's get into the pre-show. There are three pre-show matches. Uh, we're going to start with Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. I don't know how this happened, but we're here. So, uh, do you guys know how this happened? Is, isn't this a rematch from, from like some New Japan thing? Uh, right? No, it's just a random match that uh, okay. Tony Khan threw on because yeah. Tony Khan thinks we want we need to see everything. Wait, yeah. there's a part two. Like it's in but, the card. So yeah, I I'm gonna butcher the name. Capital something. Clash Capital Collision. Yeah, the the and New Japan's cap Capital Collision. Yeah, but um. If you're asking how it came about, it didn't really come about on programming. Uh, oh, okay. It's, okay. A re- it's a rematch, yes, but it's just something that they threw on there because hey, apparently Ishii's in is still in the U.S. Uh-huh. and he's available. So Tony, again, Tony Khan thinks we need to see everything. Picks uh, Kingston wins. Um, it's 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 AW. It's his territory. Tony right. Khan is like that New York Booker who put me on a second time because I was still in New York. He's walking away with some with with, with a good pocket cha- pocket change, the powerful change. So I'm gonna say Eddie Kids not wins as well. Alright, uh this should be fun. It's on it's on YouTube and uh the Mad King wins. Alright, uh next up. AEW All-Atlantic Championship Pop versus Kip Sabian Ito, They were kind of building towards this uh, Through um, I think other shows Outside of the main AEW shows And then it came to a head last week When the guy in the bag Was revealed to be Kip Sabian all along Yeah um, Again um, Things being thrown on uh, Pac had been defending the championship In the UK um, I guess at the connection To Kip Sabian So everyone deserves a payday on the, on the pay per view day, uh, there is no reason for Kip Sabian to win this. So Pac retains. I'm tr- I'm trying to figure out where Kip Sabian goes if he does lose though. Personally, major bago lang yung debut niya. I I felt like the debut has been a long time coming. I felt like people have known who the man in the paper bag was for the longest time. it's just telling us something that we already know. Um, Although while I can't see Kip Sabian walking away with the title, I also can't imagine where he goes if he does lose. So I'm going to say Kip Sabian. All right. Last match on the pre-show for now. Heading into this weekend. FTW Championship between Hook and Cool Hand Angelo Parker. I feel sure it's Hook. Yeah, it's going to be a quick match. It's, it's yeah. Hook. It's a Hook win. Yeah. Squash Hook. Uh, somebody was asking in the comments if may lalagay kang matches on Dynamite from this all-out card, what would it be? Uh, all three of these matches. No, this is this is like the pre-show, so um, I don't mind the pre-show being there because it is a warm-up. But uh, 
from the main card, I mean, I'm guessing the main card is is what they're asking about. Yeah, yeah. I would I would put the non trios tag team champ uh, trios tournament championships matches on the on the on dynamite. I think there are two of them. We'll talk about them later. So there are like three trios matches on this card, and it is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I'd probably pick those mostly because you signed on this Jay Lethal. So yeah. All right, uh, let's go to the main card. There is a casino ladder match where a future opportunity at the AEW World Championship is up for grabs. And thus far, you announced participants are uh, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, Pentel Ceromiedo, Ray Fenix, Rush, Andrade El Idolo, and Dante Martin, Chaka isang TBD. So, who's winning this one? Ang sabi sabi, ang actually, what the people want is uh, for TBD is to be MJF. So if it is MJF, and I think it is, because there are rumors saying that he's going to be back soon, uh, let's give it to MJF. Um, he needs to pick up his. Uh, he needs to. He needs to pick up his story again. I think that outside of Punk and Moxley, they do need a shot in the arm when it comes to the drama. So let it be MJF and let him have the 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 title shot. Same. I agree. Uh, TB. First of all, regardless of who TBD was, TBD, just for the lols, I know the last time the last <laughs> TBD was Matt Seidel, so it didn't really pay off. But uh, this time <laughs> around, I feel like MJF actually makes his comeback, and and it's a good thing for AEW because yun yung nila ng drama, kailangan nila ng guy who attracts that heat right now. Yeah. So that, the drama na sa locker room. No, I mean, yeah, um, I mean outside no, of that, yes, locker room, but not on TV, uh, so that's where you need the drama to be. So, uh, so th- that's why I feel like MJF uh, might come in here, sneak a victory MJF style, and you know, challenge for the AEW title moving forward. It's about uh, hindi ba ano hindi ba umay if it's MJF and Mox again or MJF and Punk again? I mean, MJF MJF and Punk was good. I like that rivalry. Yeah. So I I don't really see it being a problem if CM Punk does walk away with the title. On that note, I I I do just kind of miss his unmodulated ass. Um, you do kind of miss him after a while. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will admit. Yeah, yeah. Right? all the all the big stuff is really just uh, happening right now. Is really just CM Punk and John Moxley, so and Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson. So they do need more heavy hitters to uh, elevate the the quality of the storytelling. All right. Hi mga matcha sexy chismosa, ako nga pala si Makoy, ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo, ang inyong corporate lucky. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ayun yung pinakamahaba? Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Di ba pa longest? Yung pinakamahaba. Oo pare, tayo yung pinakamahaba. Ang macho chismisa. Dahil ang tunay na macho, chismoso. Pag longest ba? Tayo rin yung pinakamatigas. Let's move on to the next match. Uh, World Trios Championship. It's the Elite versus TBD. So malalaman pa natin uh, this weekend if it's Dark Order or Best Friends. Uh, it's gotta be Best Friends. Um, they are the uh, Orange Cassidy remains madly over. And Orange Cassidy, like we saw in the last pay-per-view, always deserves his pay-per-view spot. So it should be fun. Uh, but I think, obviously, this is the elites to lose. Even with Hangman joining the Dark Order? So, so, yes. Like, is, is he officially on the team? Yes. 
Ah, uh, fuck. I did not catch that development. Okay, sige. Uh, then it is so... Uh, it has to be Hangman then. Sorry. But it's still the Elise to lose. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, I want uh, the, Dark Over, uh, the Dark Order to proceed to the final. I'm going to make a risky bet and say the Dark Order walks away with the title. Say, wow. Yeah. It's, it's the elites to lose. And I don't know how well they can actually perform. I mean, yes, that's an unwarranted statement. But I'm still going to say uh, the Dark Order walks away. A risky. I, I don't know. Sobra, sobra limading elite against any of these teams, and I I don't True. see a scenario where Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks aren't trios champions. But yeah. The, but the but the Hangman Hero arc it has something to be said. Is something to be said for? So pang may may payoff parin siya kahit papano. That's a bit 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 lang ni Hangman yung dalawa. Yeah. But it will be. In, I mean, um, like I said, there's also the thing that. The championships were literally made for the elite, and uh, they didn't pull the trigger if Kenny wasn't there. So, parang if they don't win, then what is it all really for? Uh, well, just to give a shine to whoever uh, the other, the, the whoever the real champions are gonna be. Yeah, fair, fair I don't enough. know. Yeah. Uh, it should be interesting with Hangman now in the mix. So, if you didn't catch it, by the way. Uh, Preston Vance got injured and Evil Uno got attacked by Andrade and Jose the Assistant. So, si Hangman next step up to partner with uh, Johnny Hungy and Alex uh, Reynolds. So, there. Uh, let's go to this next trios match, which is not for anything at all. It is just Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is a choice. Dayo, yeah, it is. Dayo yung ane, yung MCMG. So. Uh, it's nice. Uh, people people love them, but Dayo said that, so they're gonna lose. So my pick is for the hometown guys to for the home guys to win the match, the champions to win the match. I don't know. I kind of feel like our TNA originals might do something here. Uh, right there. I mean, they, like, sure. I mean, but, it's okay. not within. It's not without. Uh, it's not beyond the realm of, of possibilities here. Say, but then again, very sudden guy appearance at the MCMG. So. Yeah, yeah, they I haven't even the, appeared on the main shows, have they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, not really. Just, it's so just, weird. Just through vignettes. Mm-hmm. I also don't see a scenario where the side that's stacked with championship gold loses to the mga dayos. <laughs> Parang medyo weird siya kung nangyari. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm going to say the champions walk away as well. Okay. Yeah, Al- Alan is right. I, I, I would have put this on. And, and they, they still have the, the impact partnership. So I would have just put this on an impact pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pagod, guys. We're, we're not even halfway through the card yet, but let's take a break and we'll come back and finish up the second half of the uh, this supersized AEW card after this. Uh, but first, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know it's going to be nine nine as well on Shopee next week. All you got to do to support the podcast in the process uh, in the process of your online shopping is use our affiliate link. Podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash the letter W, the number nine, and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser, add the cart, and check out from the app what you buy will also help us do what we do it here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Let's get some shout outs over on Kumu. Say hey again to he was number one. Uh, he's really following along uh, on, on Kumu. So uh, thank you for commenting your thoughts. So he has a lot of thoughts on uh, the paper on the pay per view card predictions so far. Uh, so read his last um, 
his last message about the, the match that we just talked about. Yeah. MCMG pins FTR and then FTR versus MCMG to Bound for Glory. So if that happens, that would be an interesting thing for um, AEW to do. They haven't really uh, made um, creative decisions on their paper, on their programming that leads to something else on um, that leads to a match on a different company's uh, show. So I don't think they've ever done that yet directly. So it would be interesting. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be interesting if it did. Yeah. Uh, si Giancarlo sabi niya in the comments na yung FTR daw should have their own match on All Out. Have you seen the card, Gian? Have you seen this card? Yeah, you it's, want it's, more? It's insane. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's go to this next one. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. This should be fun. Kahit na, yun nga, sobrang bloated na. Yeah. This should be on Dynamite. I'm sorry. <laughs> Feel like it would have been better serviced on Dynamite. No, um, to be fair to Ricky and Anna, the Hobbs, they did their thing. They they did their story way before any of these other matches were on the show, like were on the on the card. So, if anything, if it was a first come first serve thing, they definitely deserve to be on the pay per view card, especially how with uh, with how uh, they've been telling their story. Uh, sayang lang and overshadowed ng naibang good mat, naibang bigger matches. But um, uh, for the pick though, um, Ricky has to win. Um, I don't see this feud extending for more than it has to. I love Hobbs as well, but Ricky proved his uh, spot, proved his worth with the promo he cut last week, and I think he is in line for whatever push that they can give him in this super bloated uh, environment. Ako yeah, pretty I, Ricky is a convincing face. Yeah. Ako kasi, I feel like while, yes, nauna sila sa linya, does the shine they bring to this feud isn't as big as, say, even the trio's tournament diba? or whatever other feuds you have on the card. So parang, if you add, if you lump them into this already stacked pay-per-view card, Two hours in, and what will happen? People won't really care as much for Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. That's my only. That's the only reason I feel like if they really want to make this feud matter, keep it on TV. You know, it makes sense there that on this very stacked card. Uh, that said, I also pick Ricky Starks. I don't know, Chino. I mean, the gun in uh, the gun club in the acclaimed had so much TV time, and I didn't think that feud mattered. Yeah. Well, um, but I guess to Like, um, if I were on this uh, bloated ass card as well, I would be slightly pissed off because I would have to wait so long for my turn, mm-hmm. um, and to and to find that a lot of other matches would stick more with the crowd. Yeah. But I'm, it's gonna be tough for them to stand out, and I would be pissed as well. Um, but hey, it's a pay per view payday as well. So uh, if only for the money, then okay, lang then. All right. Uh, unanimous style, Ricky Stark style for this match. Let's go to the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed. Yeah, this is super random. Uh, they just handed The Acclaimed a random tag title <laughs> shot out of the blue. Because uh, everybody glory. loves The Acclaimed. No, no, no. Because Swerve in Our Glory was uh, feeling generous. Uh, well, that's contender. So they, this, is what they decided, what, this is what they decided to come up with. Um, it's gonna be a nice defense for Swerve in our glory, unless they finally do that uh, turn that they've been teasing, and somehow reward 
the acclaim for being so over with the fans. That is a possibility, right? I said they've still be they have been teasing that uh, Swerve heel turn here. I don't know if AEW needs yet another mid card feud. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if, if it is. You were you just talked about this with Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, right? Do we yeah. really need another feud that will yet again be overshadowed by something yeah, yeah. else? Oh well, yeah. I mean, I know we're probably not going to get it, but I mean, I want to say because I am still hopeful of Ayatopano swerving our goal in our glory retains. All right. Let's go to a couple of singles matches here, starting off with this one. It is Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. Ito deserved to. Deserved to yeah. spot nila. Yeah. Mm, uh, it's, it's a hot agree. feud, although it's been cooled down just a little bit over the past two weeks or so. Um, I still, I still wanted to see where this one goes because it was a good story told. Um, yun nga lang, uh, there are other similar stories as well on the show. But hey, uh, it's Christian and it's Jungle Boy. Um, I kind of want Christian to win here because I do want to see this feud extend. Um, I feel like there is something to be said for uh, making Jungle Boy work really hard for his uh, big moment. So even though this could be it, I, I do feel that Christian needs a win as well. Because it's been so long since uh, they really featured him in an active player spot. So uh, I do want to see them reestablish his credibility. Yeah, this could possibly be a star-making match for Jungle Boy, considering that he's facing a, uh, a legend here uh, in Christian Cage. Right? So may potential talaga to, to make Jungle Boy a bigger star than he already is. Um, that said, I'm also going to pick Christian Cage because while yes, madami ng kaparehong storyline to, it's still, nauna pa rin sila dun sa kwento na yun, kahit papano. So I'm still very much invested in this payoff. Mm-hmm. Aaron and Giancarlo are calling for a Luchasaurus heel turn. Why? We've had this like three times in four weeks. Yeah. Um, I think they also made it clear na uh, Luchasaurus is firmly on Jungle Boy's side. Like, um, if it was a heel turn out, that was gonna stick. They wouldn't have turned him back after the whole Christian thing. So I don't think you're gonna get that. Sorry. No, tamana, tamana. But I do want to see this feud go on after All Out. Like, I think um, there's still something to squeeze here. Uh, yeah, Melexa, uh, another singles match I'm looking forward to Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho at the dream match. Ito. So, who do you think is winning this one? Wait, didn't they face each other in the WWE? Oh. Yeah, they did. Oh, okay. uh, a couple of times. Uh, first uh, was he was uh, Jericho's first, uh, he was Danielson's first NXT match back right. in 2010. And I think they had a pay per view together for the world championship, I believe, uh, or something. Uh, but yes, uh, it has been a while since we sla- since we last saw them face each other. So medyo fresh though. Uh, I think uh, this could go a lot of different ways because uh, Daniel Garcia is the w- absolute wild card here. Mm, custody but of Daniel Garcia match. This is a custody of Daniel Garcia. And I want to say Danielson wins because... Garcia turns on Jericho, but it's also very much likely that Jericho wins because Garcia turns on Danielson. I want to see Daniel Garcia move over to the Blackpool Combat Club. 
feeling ko magandang wrinkle yon sa sa kwento ni Daniel Garcia. So I'm gonna say Brian Danielson wins. Yeah, I'm just here for the drama. Uh, I mean, we're gonna get a great match right off the bat, but the drama of having Daniel Garcia be the X factor here, I I think that's something to behold. So really excited for this one. It could really go either way. Okay, uh, let's get to the first of two women's matches here. The TBS Championship between Jade Cargill and Athena. Can it be official? On Rampage. Um, also, okay. uh, I, would, I would have also put this on Dynamite. But anyway, yes, um, Jade, Jade wins. Um, they haven't really built up Athena as a serious threat. Sayang kasi magaling naman siya. But um, again, not as much time being given to these things. So I think it's just going to be another resume padding win for Jade. Uh, 14 matches, dalawa lang yung women's matches, all I'm going to say. Yeah, 14. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, Jade Cargill walks away. All right. Uh, next up, another trios match, which I think we all agree should have been left uh, to Dynamite. House of Black taking on Darby, Miro, and Sting. Uh, people are speculating, though, that CJ Perry, FKA Lana, might appear here. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know about those speculations. But um, okay, sure. If you if if only to counter Julia Hart, the bus. Okay, okay. Maybe that's why they put it on um pay per view. But still, doesn't mean it's pay per view worthy. Um, it's hard to pick because you know that they love giving Darby and Sting a win. So um, sige, In the interest of thinking like Tony Khan and playing his favorites, it's probably gonna be the face team. Darby wins lol. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say Darby uh especially if uh CJ Perry does debut by like interference or whatever, it makes more sense for them to win. Because because that moment's already there. So I'm gonna say face win as well for Miro, Darby, and uh Longestay. My injury update about Malachi Black because uh there is speculation injured Shadiba. Yeah, uh he has kind of confirmed it. In a in a really vague cryptic way, so uh, that might be why he hasn't wrestled as much. So that's why he he's been he uh, Brody King has been wrestling for him. Buddy Matthews has been wrestling for him. So uh, if he's injured, then also a good reason for them to lose, I guess. So there's that. All right, uh, let's get to the second women's match. It's the interim AEW Women's World Championship. Tony Storm, Doctor Britt Baker, Jamie Hader, and Hikaru Shida. Yeah, uh, Tony's to lose, although the temptation I know is very strong to put it back on Brit. Tony Khan loves Brit. The AEW fans love Brit. I am so over Brit at the moment because Jesus, I, she's okay. But um, for me, uh, I'm picking Tony. It's Tony or Bust because Tony was supposed to be the winner between her and um, Thunder Rosa. So why would you change that if you have something nice on your plans? Yeah, me and my $15 a month say Tony Storm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the XD reference there. Uh, good for you. Tony Storm. Ako yung lilihis dito and I think it's Dr. Britt Baker. I don't know why. I, I think uh, siya pa rin yung, ano, yung money star. Eh. Uh, I mean, I love Tony Storm but I don't think she's the anchor of the women's division the way Britt Baker is. Yeah, but that's because they haven't really given her the chance to be the anchor of the women's division. Like, uh, to be fair to Tony Khan, like, I know he hasn't been featuring the women much, but he does try to rotate uh, through everyone, try to give them a chance as much as possible. So I think uh, since he did kind of invest on Tony in Tony, I think he should be he would be giving her a chance this time. Kite, 
Sagit lang, even if um, it's only for a short while before you bring it back to Brit. We're not really mentioning Higurushida and Jamie Hater here. Uh, and is there a reason for that? Like, are, are ba talaga sila dito in this fatal four way? Yeah, uh, put more women on the card. Okay, sure. Um, they're there to make the match better. But uh, the realistic pick talaga is Tony and Brit. Ikaw, Chino. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, she just had her shot. Although they've been building her up again, especially during a little uh, bit, yeah, uh, the a little bit, especially during elevation against Emmy Sakura. Yeah. So at least, right? At least you have See, Jamie Hater. Uh, I, I, I feel like she's just been there, so I'll really see her winning it if it does. If she does walk away, uh, it won't, it won't make any sense. I mean, I was just waiting for for Jamie to turn on Brit, and I I would have watched this feud over I don't know any of the other men's feuds that they've got on the card. moment where Jamie finally comes to blow comes to blows with Brit, So because they're in the ring together, it's every woman for himself for herself, and uh, you can't avoid. Getting uh, in each other's way here, so I think this might be the catalyst for that. I hope so uh, for for our sanity and I guess for the depth of the women division in AEW. All right, let's finish it off here with the main event: AEW World Championship match between John Moxley and CM Punk. Mox is the undisputed champion. Um, they had a match last week; it was a squash, and then this week they were able to build everything back up through a series of promos uh, in one show. Yeah. Uh- he actually finally made it to the main event. Uh, can you believe that? What do you guys think about uh, the way that they brought out Etong Si A Steel? I, I didn't know who this guy was until today. And then lo and behold, uh, he's CM Punk's coach pala, go, goes out and grabs the contract and then breathes life back into CM Punk after Punk was all, oh, dejected, woe is me. Uh, unfortunately, because A Steel. So if you are a familiar with Punk, sorry, no, it's, it's just true. If you're any familiar, if you're any bit familiar with Punk's story and his rise, you would know who A Steel is, and they did do a good job of explaining it as well. So uh, it made sense to me. Like, okay, it's, it's in Chicago. A Steel was there to be his confidant, and it is more of a nod to uh, fans who are in the know from the mid to late two thousands. But it is what it is, and I. Um, it wasn't a misplaced wink wink nudge nudge reference there. But anyway, um, um it's been only three weeks, but they did tell uh, a nice, interesting story. It really helps that Punk and Mox are both very good on the mic and they are both very good in tapping into that really raw and visceral emotion that can elevate a story. So um yeah, I, I'm totally okay with how this went down. Uh, I'm okay with uh, with their audible from last week with the CM Punk uh, squash. Uh, for the pick, though, people are, have been angling that this is Punk's moment to win it back. Uh, Mox won last week, so he can have his own moment as well. So unfortunately, even though I don't like it as much anymore, the Punk train is still pretty strong. It's still going pretty hard. And in Chicago, it's kind of hard to bet against a punk loss. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to say CM Punk as well. Although, uh, a question comes to mind. Uh, is that if MGF does win that Casino Battle Royal chip 
take. Parang money hmm. in the bank ba yun or hindi? Hindi. No, no. It's just a future uh, title shot. Okay. It's not okay. even a future, future cash it in anytime. I know they said it to like uh, the next uh, the next defense that the champion has. Right. Okay. So talagang, okay. talagang uh, pilit yung, yung title match. Okay. So yeah. I, I will I will say CM Punk walks away because number one, Chicago. Uh, number two, he, he, was, he was painted as the underdog uh, today. ever since he lost, diba? Yeah. Sorry? Oh, yeah. Uh, today, today, tama, yeah, tama. yeah right? ever since that squash. So, I'm going to say CM Punk. See, Alan Sabine in, in the comments, am I the only one who's not interested in this match? Alan. Probably. Because, uh, I, no, I think Kyle here in the comments uh, also is not as interested. But, um, again, like I said last week, uh, I enjoy squashes. I enjoy the spectacle of squashes. They make sense to me because um, I believe that not every match has to be a 15 to 20 minute uh, circle jerk. So uh, it didn't kill anything. In fact, it made me happy for Mox. So um, I, again, it goes back to how well they can manipulate the, the emotion with their promos. So I think they did do a good job there. And if you don't like the squash, then I guess uh, you're entitled to do that, to, to feel that way. But I think uh, judging by the crowd reaction, all around uh, from from this show especially um, I think a lot of people are still interested in it so yeah I think malaking bagay na they were in Chicago for Dynamite they'll be in Chicago for Rampage and they're in Chicago for All Out yeah yun then uh, uh, but uh, Punk again like I said the Punk train's still going hard still going strong so um, the whole uh, Hangman page Colt Cabana Bruhaha didn't really ding his uh, reputation all that much like if you already didn't like Punk for being petty, then it only just solidified it. But if you do like him still, then I don't think that would have changed a lot. Is anybody uh, changing alignments here? No, I don't think so. But I'm well established among both guys, especially Mox, on who he wants to be. Like, he's not like a goody two shoes baby face. Like, he is a face with an edge. So, bordering on tweener now. And I think. That's not going to change if he loses. I think he's going to be a little more grumpier, but that doesn't mean he's going to be a heel or anything. I think Punk just went back to being his straight edge, uh, late, um, sorry, mid 2000s indie wrestler character. So I think there's that. I don't think he's completely all the way heel as well, even though people have been wanting that for him. All right. So we're there. Uh, those are our predictions. That's all out. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. Uh, very long, long card. Um, good luck na lang sa lahat ng mga manonood on Monday. <laughs> Predictions uh, if you're gonna watch live. Guys, pagod na tayo. Predictions yeah. pa lang yun. <laughs> Actually, oh, tama si Chino. Magre-record pa kami ng NXT after nito. So, <laughs> uh, good luck na lang sa mga manonood ng live. Um, if you're gonna be catching it on demand, um, more power to you. I think that is the smarter way to do that just because uh, there's so much that's gonna happen on Monday with um, NXT and with AEW. Uh, just the same. Let us know what you think here in the comments. Uh, you can also keep it on our. Uh, you can also send it our way on TikTok and on Twitter at Wrestling Two X Pod. Uh, let's get to our picks of the week before we wrap things up here. 
I'm gonna start with mine and um, itong next two weeks basically puro NXT UK yung pipiliin ko because it's the last two weeks of NXT UK. Uh, so if you have time, go catch the main event from last week's episode. That was a Heritage Cup championship match between Mark Coffey and Noam Dar. Um, it explains why Mark Coffey showed up the way that he did on NXT 2.0, but it's still a good match. And um, it, it was a good way, I guess, of uh, tying up the story of the Heritage Cup championship, even though based on the episode, halatang hindi pa talaga dapat yun tapos. But, you know, um, I love the Heritage Cup rules matches. It, it's always been fun to me, and uh, it's something I'm really going to miss once NXT UK officially retires. Right. Rose. Okay. Uh, my pick of the week is from Dark Elevation this week. Uh, it is uh, Kicker Shida for, uh, versus Emi Sakura Tita Emi for the Regina D Wave Championship. Uh, it is a championship from Japan, from uh, the Wave promotion. It is a Joshi promotion. And then they held the title match on Dark, uh, which should have been on, on Rampage at the very least because uh, it was to build up one of the contenders for the women's championship, the AEW women's championship. So really good stuff. It's only nine minutes, but they go hard. Uh, they go uh, pun not intended all out, and it reminds you of why Kenny Omega brought um, these two women over from Japan. So go watch it. It's free from on YouTube. Go see it. Uh, it's the very end. It's not a long watch. Uh, my pick of the week goes out to something I read last week. I'll isolate ako. I'm only getting to share it now. It's the comic book version of Eddie Kingston's Players Tribune article. Wow. Meron pala. Meron. I, I have stumbled upon it on Players Tribune. We're going to share the link on our Twitter. And it's actually, a, it condenses everything Eddie Kingston has poured out in his Players Tribune article. And if you're a comic book fan like Eddie Kingston is, I appreciate your Yung, yung journey na kwento niya dun sa article there. So, it's a pretty quick read. 10 pages lang siya for a comic book. Alright, good stuff. Gian, no, we're not gonna review every match from all of the pay-per-views this week. Uh, we can't do that. We're just gonna pick highlights for next week uh, sa live stream. Alright? Uh, picks of the week from the comment section. Emil picks United Empire versus the Elite from today's Dynamite. Julian picks Riddle and Rollins and all of the cameos from NXT 2.0. Kyle picks the Edge and Kurt Angle segment, uh, which mirrored 20 years ago, and the Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins promo. Albert picks Ricochet appearing on NXT. Roman J picks the really good A&E Rey Mysterio documentary. I really enjoy that as well. Um, really goes in-depth into his whole family uh, and their history with Lucha Libre as well. Uh, Gian picks Jay Uso versus Kevin Owens. Glendale picks the Drew McIntyre promo, among many other things. See, Janelle picks... Uh, the segment between Sammy and the Bloodline, Edge and Kurt Angle, and the NXT Vets. Alan picks uh, the main event from Dynamite earlier, pati si Dexter Loomis. Uh, Julian, dami, ayun, he put that na kanina. Aaron picks uh, Rey Mysterio and Family versus Miz and Family on Family Feud. Uy, buti na panod mo yun. Uh, I only saw that on social. Uh, as well as the NXT Legends showing up. Uh si Angelo. Admin Angelo picks Sammy and the Bloodline, their uh, backstage segments. Neil Patrick picks the Axiom backstage segment with Nathan Fraser, which is really, really good. Uh, a nice wink and a nod to his NXT UK history. So if, uh, if that flew over your head, um, it's, it's uh, very much rooted in NXT UK. Sa Kumuro, meron bang ano? Picks of the week? Uh, wala. <laughs> wala. Sorry. That's okay. All right. No worries. 
There. Uh, thank you, everybody, for sending in your picks of the week. Uh, Chino, I know you took a break from comedy this past week. So is there anything else going on in your neck of the woods? Yeah, no. I have taken a break from do, after I did my first hour. Thank you to everybody who came and supported. Um, if you weren't able to make it, that's okay. I will be releasing the full hour in all its edited glory on YouTube as a YouTube special. So. Intainian, it'll be on my YouTube page. For all of the things that I do, if you want to support me and what I do, linktr.ee slash Chino Superside. Congrats, Chino, by the way. Congrats Thank on you. the one hour special. Congrats, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ro, you have a new article about on uh, protein shake mistakes? Oh, I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been uh, writing on multisport.ph, so uh, mostly about fitness tips. So things I wish I learned back when I started out. So if you're starting out on your own fitness journey, just go read my stuff on multisport.ph. But uh, also, mostly, if you want to support local wrestling, I don't know there's a lot of wrestling to support and, and watch. Uh, you can go support MWF Action Novella TV by subscribing to Gank, to MWF on Gank. Just go to manilawrestling.com and it will take you there as well. And on September 11, which is um, two weekends from now, we will be having MWF Road to Fate 2022. A lot of big matches, including the four-way match for the MWF Championship. Fabio Mahisig, Nigel Sanosea, Crystal, and Jake DeLeon all competing for the vacant MWF Championship, among other big matches on the card. Uh, tickets are still available at TicketToMe.net. Uh, you can still get uh, your seat at the Peta Theater in Quezon City. I know it's a really good venue. So if you want to watch live wrestling, if you are free to watch live wrestling on that date, go buy your tickets now. And also All follow right. us uh, on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. A uh, couple of plugs on my end, of course. Uh, go catch Clash, uh, Clash at the Castle in Tagalog on the WWE Network this weekend. Um, no, wala pang NXT in Tagalog, Admin Angelo But uh, we're hoping that one day we could finally uh, make it as part of our uh, job description as well uh, I also did an episode of Pod Friends from the Rob as a Podcast Network uh, Where I, I got to talk about my story outside of podcasting and wrestling So uh, go check that out, it's on my social media And uh, I'm back on radio, surprise, surprise uh, I made my official debut for 99.5 Play FM today uh, so I'm doing the 7 to 10 a.m. slot as of today. And ayun, um, that's uh, something that I've been meaning to tell everybody. Uh, shout out to our good friend, Makoy Pare. Uh, nagpaparamdam sa comment section as hey, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Ron. winds down. Ron Sturbich yeah, was yeah. in the comment. It was oh, in yeah, the yeah, he was. Uh-huh. That's right. So, si Boss Ron nandito rin. So thank you to our uh, fellow podcasts for joining us here. Thank you, everybody, uh, for joining thanks, us. Yeah, thank you to everybody uh, congratulating me for the special. Uh, well, ka naman sa akin. Thank you. Ina, one day, baka magkatagalog din uh, for AEW. Um, if you guys clamor for it enough, maybe it'll happen, right? Uh, we'll catch you again next week for another Yo. live stream. Highlights from this packed weekend. Promise yan. Uh, maybe an audio only as well. In the meantime, follow us individually at Roeswar, at Chino Supersize. Yung dabarkads nyo, si at Monday Night Rowan, magparamdam kayo, okay? Uh, and for me at underscore Stan C. We got to get out of here. Catch the audio-only version coming out tomorrow. Thank you to our friends over at PNA for all the work they do behind the scenes. Keep your masks on. Get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. On behalf of Romaran and Chino Liao, 
My name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. If you made it this far, this is the audio-only version of the live stream for this week. Sabi nga natin, ang dami pag-usapan, so we gotta include NXT Worlds Collide. And this was a show that uh, wasn't on our radars like three weeks ago. They just announced it last week, and then now, you know, na go home na. So, what did you guys think about the build heading into Worlds Collide? Yeah, I, I talked about it last week. I did say that it was pretty obvious that they rushed it somehow because they wanted to close down NXT UK. But when you think about it, NXT Europe is coming in 2023. So that's like entire quarter and more at least right? for them to prepare. So I don't understand. When they could have just let the NXT UK episode, the last NXT UK episodes air and then tie that all in on NXT stateside after the tournament is done and all of that, diba? So that's super weird to me. But they're not in the UK though. I mean, like the, the World's Collide show is not happening in the UK. It's going to yeah, be, it's not. It's going to be, it's a performance center, diba? Mm. So I don't understand why they're not But uh, I will say this, I did like what they did to make the show mean something. So we'll talk about that in the coming or right now. But I like what they did and they pulled it. I, I, I got to give it to them. They pulled it out of their hat and made it feel special. Yeah, it does feel special with all the cameos and all the main roster guys challenging for NXT title. It's a point that Survivor Series from a few years ago had that same special feel when that NXT invasion happened. So while that was a little bit more planned out, this time around, feeling of us playing meaning that the worlds collide, especially because they're closing down NXT UK and because they're building up NXT Europe. So we're going to get all the titles combined here. And we're also going to get a lot more uh, meaning put behind all the European talent that they have to show. Yeah, parang ano eh, may crisis on Infinite Earths feel. Like I say, all of the yeah. championships are being unified, right? But uh, to piggyback uh, off something you said kanina, Ro, na-appreciate ko yung importance na binigay sa NXT branding by having all of these alumni come back. Gunta talking to Tyler Bate and saying na alam mo yung halaga ng title na yan, alam mo yung legacy ko, yung legacy mo, having Butch call in via iPad, di ba? Shayna Baszler, inaangasan niya si Mandy Rose. Champa giving Braun Breaker a pep talk, even though uh, the Champa who's on TV is different now. Rhea Ripley, diba? Uh, inangasa niya si, sino ba? si Blair Davenport. Yeah. Right? Alba Fire talking to Mako Satomura, acknowledging their rivalry in NXT UK. I really appreciated all of that because for a while, NXT histories were not really being acknowledged on the main roster. So it felt like um, this was the current WWE management's way of compensating or making up for all of that history that was uh, lost in the shuffle over the last few years. I just want to say, you call you said the Paramount Crisis of Infinite Earths feel, and that's exactly right. They called back, parang nasa MCU tayo, although that's a DC reference. Yeah. Parang nasa MCU tayo na may call back to other movies. Diba? Na where you're, you're at the point that you're attracting your watchers to the product and telling them that, hey, 
these people that you think you're just seeing now, they actually did something in NXT. So you might want to go check that out. So ang galing lang din ng pagkahatay-in nila ng mga kwento, pagtatahitay nila ng storylines. I really appreciated that. Did they ever acknowledge on screen that uh, NXT UK was closing shop and this is why we needed to unify the championship? They, they, they didn't, but they just said, they just had the UK the UK champs come over and suddenly declare their uh, superiority and then challenge to a unification match. So th- that's what happened, right? As far as I remember, parang walang explicit acknowledgement na magsasara yung NXT UK. Yeah, so that's super weird. But I guess, yeah, uh, like we all said, they made it work. I really liked how the champions making the trip to to Orlando uh, really made uh, the the championships and the stakes of the unification matches feel special. So does it also imply that uh, Tyler Bate versus Braun Breaker, if Tyler wins, the NXT championship will be subsumed under the NXT UK championship? So is that I think I think that's what they were trying to to Imply, get to, right? I, oh. I think the NXT UK championships all get retired, and like regardless of who wins, they take on whatever NXT 2.0 championship they win. Yeah, like, yeah. Because so if that's the case, then why does Gunta have to say, "Okay, panalo ka"? Because pag hindi ka nanalo, mawala yung UK Wala, championship. Because si Tyler beat yung ano yung representative ng UK. All right, so uh, so he carries the weight of uh. European wrestling exactly. on the show. Okay, sure, sure. That, that makes yun sense. Yung so I, I could be wrong. If you're listening and you understood it differently, you can let us know. But that's how I understood it. Yeah. If anything, nagustuhan ko yung, yung like, like the heels coming in and Loki threatening the champions like si Champa with Braun or Gunta with Tyler Bita. Parang puta, pag natalo ka, patay ka sa akin. Alam mo so, that was a nice little wrinkle. <laughs> Maganda din yung heel-heel interaction ni Mandy Rose and ni Shayna. Yeah. Diba? Like, like it, it's very psychological. Yung iba kasi pwede din si Nakin, di ba? Kasi heel to face. But this one, dahil pareho siya ng alignment, Shayna had to approach it from a more psychological standpoint. Kasi sabi niya kay Mandy Rose na, hey, listen, if you don't win, all the things he said in the past year are going to be for nothing. So, nag-appeal to ego si Shayna doon eh. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, that's a great yeah. thing, Chino. I, I never thought about it until you brought it up just now. So that, that was good. So, as usual, with all these NXT specials, five matches, very tight, very good, just the way I love it. So, let's start off with the first one, NXT North American Championship. A wild ricochet appeared and challenged Carmelo Hayes at literally the 11th hour. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it, though, because I do like it when the uh, main roster guys come down and make the NXT Championships feel a little more special. Although, I don't understand why it couldn't have just been Apollo Crews, right? So that was weird to me. But I don't think Ricochet is going to win here, although he kind of has to because he's the main roster guy. So I don't I don't know how this is going to go. This is kind of up in the air for me. My default pick is Carmelo, though. I mean, Melo has had that title for a long while now. So it no, he just won it back, dude, just a month ago or a couple of months ah, okay. ago. Okay, wait, but he's it go. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to say Melo as well. Finico Melo because uh like you know Ricochet is Ricochet. It's not like he lose anything by losing in NXT, and I think having a win over Ricochet could further elevate Melo. Yeah, yun lang kasi may ano yun, may implication din yon na okay graduate ka na talo ka pa sa ano sa estudiante, de ba? Si Dolph Ziggler so, din naman na. Yeah, I guess yeah, well, that's yeah. true. But he did, but Dolph did win first before he lost. So there's that, de ba? 
So uh, is it also likely that Ricochet wins as well before he loses? So I don't know. But uh, I would pick Melo just because it's Melo as his turf. But I'm, I wouldn't waste this big pay-per-view spot on a Melo loss. Yeah. If anything, I just want to know where Melo goes from here because if he didn't have Trick Williams by his side, I think he, I, I would say he was main roster ready. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, although he is kind of, he is, he has been ready for a while. Now. I mean, Trick isn't. That's what I'm saying. Now you have to bring them up as a pair, and Trick clearly isn't main roster ready yet. Okay, 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 sure, sure. Uh, next up, it is a mouthful. To fatal four-way tag team elimination unification match for the NXT and NXT UK tag team championships. It's like Jensen and Briggs versus Gallus versus Pretty Deadly. Eto na sad ako na ano, no walang former tag team champions na dumalaw, di ba? Like, I would have appreciated it. I mean, the former tag team champions were already part of the feud, so. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, uh, from for the alumni. Si the alumni, NXT alumni. As, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, this is tough, but I would give it to the Creeds because they're so good. Like, they're super good. Yeah, but this, isn't it time for a Creed title run as well? Like, I mean, they already have a Creed champion. title run. But I wouldn't get them to lose unless this is going to further their, I know, their uh, story with Roderick Strong. So if that's the case, then it's either Creed's or Gallus for me. It's interesting that you bring up Roderick Strong because last NXT, they didn't have a lot uh, like so a thing that happened. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm just for that alone, I don't think the Creed's walk away. With, fair. with the title. That's fair. I think one of the UK guys walks away with the title. I am gonna say Gallus. Oh Gallus didn't away. No, Gallus didn't away for some reason. Because Gallus came in really hot and they came in That's destroying true. Diamond Mine and even NXT UK, but they were a big deal. And Silay yeah. parang medyo consistent parin yung pagaka build sa kanila. Like frankly, I'm surprised they were kept intact and that they were brought to NXT 2.0 as they are, with their names being unchanged and everything. And I think that says a lot about how Gallus is going to be presented going forward, and it would really mean a lot if Mark Coffey and Wolfgang would have the NXT Tag Team Championships moving forward. Yep. Let's go to the women's side here. NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. It is the KC's, Katana Chance and Caden Carter, taking on Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. And I want to note on the podcast that Nikki A.S.H. will make history here for being the first woman to challenge for all the active women's championships in the WWE. Yeah, that's pretty big. I kind of want, for that alone, I kind of want Dewdrop and Nikki to, to win. Because parang napaka lame duck nila as a tag team on on the main roster but they're just fighting over the weekend yeah you know i i kind of wanted to have something nice for once like i wanted to establish themselves further i think they need a win and i also do think that they need a quick visit to nxt the same way dolph ziggler did so i'm totally okay with this okay the kcs are good but uh i think they could do without the championships for now did this feud just happen or maybe yeah, like, uh, no, it, it also really just happened while well, Dewdrop uh, and Nikki appeared yeah, yeah. right so uh, I, I hope for, for that alone I'm gonna stay, say it stays with the KC mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know well yes dapat nasa NXT sila or rather it would benefit them to stay on NXT I don't say, think that will happen especially at the cost of the KC's who are still pretty hot so I'm gonna say the KC's retain yeah, I'm going to be happy either way that this match goes. So, okay lang. Next up, triple threat match to unify the NXT Women's and NXT UK Women's Championships. Mandy Rose versus Mako Satomura versus Blair Davenport. I think Blair's the pick here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Although I do want Mako to, you know, be Mako and be recognized, I think it's also Blair's time. Parang um, tagal na rin siyang incubate sa NXT UK. Mm. And I think this was the moment for her. Yeah. Before NXT UK closed. No, before she got injured. I, I, I thought she was going to win from, from Mako before she got injured. Oh, pala, from that crazy dive. Anyway, that crazy dive. Yeah. Yeah. From earlier this year. Uh, Blair Davenport actually has a legit claim to be in this match because in the final episode of NXT UK, she goes on to win a fatal four way to determine the number one contender. So I appreciate how at least Naitahito dun sa last ever episode ng NXT UK. Chadat B. Priestley investment has to pay off. Uh, They've hyped her up so much in NXT UK. And it has to pay off right now. Mandy Rose has held the title for so long. Mako, no offense to her, is not the youngest of, of wrestlers. So I don't know how well it would bode for NXT to have her as the face. Of, hindi naman ako ageist, guys. practical <laughs> So I think that Blair Davenport investment needs to pay off. And this is how they pay it off. Yeah, I think Blair Davenport is the next face of the NXT women's division. Nah, for a while, medyo hinahanap rin natin ever since Raquel and Io and Dakota all graduated to the main roster. So I think it's only right that Blair Davenport uh, is the heir to the throne, as she likes to call it. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, the main event, the unification match for the NXT and NXT UK championships, Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate. I, I want Tyler Bate to win here. <laughs> Yeah, Hoden, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Ah, yeah, Hoden. Um, Marcel. Yeah, they're, they're really high on Braun, but I guess it depends. Uh, it depends because on who Shawn Michaels favors. Like, it's not really Triple H's call as much anymore. I think, but like, if it was, then I guess he'd put. Uh, ideally, he would put Tyler Bate as the winner here. But uh, people really love Braun Breaker, and it wouldn't be surprising if Shayna Nalo. Yeah, Auden, I don't see Tyler Bate being the face of all NXT. Remember, this is for all the NXTs in the world. Right? This is for the NXT movies. Isa lang naman yung NXT ngayon at this point. Well, yeah, kasi yung nasubsume na siya. Kinain na siya ng US NXT. But I don't see Tyler Bate being the face of all of that right now. While he is good, I still say... Broad walks away with the title. Hear me out here. What if Tyler Bate wins? Para siya nga yung face of NXT as NXT Europe launches by 2023. I don't know. I don't think that has to do with NXT Europe. I think the plan para is to build NXT. Why would you sacrifice NXT stateside or yung ano diba? just to build up something that isn't even here anywhere yeah. close to being here yet? So. I think they're gonna put Braun Breaker over, but then because he is the face of US NXT, it still is. So, sabi din ni Road, they have an entire quarter to worry about that. Now, uh, yes, yeah. premature na yung closing ng NXT UK, but if they really did want somebody to be the face of NXT UK, then they have an entire three months to decide kung sino yung tao na yun. All right, so there. Uh, those are our predictions, our thoughts on this week's NXT 2.0. And what we think will go down on NXT Worlds Collide that is happening Monday, madaling araw, Philippine time, uh, mga 4 a.m. Uh, on the WWE Network. So go catch that. In the meantime, if you want to let us know what you think, your thoughts, your reactions, it is at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok. Individually, it is at China Supersized, at Roiswar, and at underscore Stancy. 
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.